welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And today, Tyler, we are talking and previewing the national semifinal games, the rest of the New Year's Six Bowls, including the Gator game and the Cotton Bowl. And we're also going to be talking a little bit about some of the bowl games that have happened up until this point. Maybe we'll end with some NFL talk in lieu of tweets we've shared because, oh, was it a great weekend for our oh, NFL franchises. Oh, boy. Oh, jolly. Was it? Oh, oh, gee. Mer- <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Merry Christmas, indeed. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to start with the Rose Bowl that's not played at the Rose Bowl, or do you want to start off with the Sugar Bowl that includes no teams from the SEC, which it usually does? Uh, let's start off with the Rose Bowl that's not really the Rose Bowl. Ah, yes. So is it like, it's like a, is it like like the fake flower? What are those called? Just like the, the fake flower the, Rose Bowl? The flake flower Rose Bowl. It could be, let's Imitation call it Rose the, Bowl. Well, what's what are the things you put? A corsage. It's called corsage, the corsage bowl. bowl. Yeah, because it's a like rose bowl, there. but it's not all of the roses. Not, yeah, it's just a little bit. Yeah, like but but there will be the roses. Granddaddy of them all, but it's like exactly. Exactly. Eh, he's a little burnt out. Um, <laughs> he's tired right, this year, man. Let's let's jump into it. Number four, Notre Dame is taking on the number one ranked team in the country, the Alabama Crimson Tide. It is a four o'clock kickoff on New Year's Day. That's this coming Friday. Uh, it's on ESPN, Alabama, at current time of recording, which is Monday night, December 28th, is a 19 and a half oof, point favorite. Oof, oof, oof. Oh boy. Tyler, where where do you want to start with this game? Uh, let's get the obvious out of the way because this is a Notre Dame game against a highly ranked opponent. Mm-hmm. I actually, as is kind of evidence of the season, I actually think that this Notre Dame team belongs in the playoff. Like, like mm-hmm. they, this is not a fraud like that 2012 team. This is better than that 2017, wait, no, 18 team. 18, yeah. Get my years all mixed up. But <laughs> it's just the tricky thing about bowl season because it, it bleeds into the next year. So anyway, exactly. Um, I think Notre Dame 100% belongs in this game. That being said, they ain't got a shot. They, no, it not ain't at all. happening. It's not, it's not. Look, and I would welcome them. Like, just proving me wrong, but it ain't going to happen. Ian Spellbook is a great quarterback for the college mm-hmm. level. He he does not have the weapons and to, to do what Kyle Trask almost did right. and keep lockstep with Bama. Bama. Notre Dame's defense is good up the middle. They're good, they're good on the line. They're good in the trenches. Just Notre Dame has mm-hmm. been good in the trenches for years. Yeah. That will certainly help. Um, it's not one of those games, but it's, it's weird because, like, Alabama's offensive line is like the key to their team, in my opinion. It's just it's the best offensive line in the country. But right. Alabama does not beat you with its offensive line the way that it would you would typically think. Mm-hmm. So I almost think that like pitting those two against each other isn't going to matter as much because yeah. I mean Florida was able to get sacks against Mac Jones, but still like. Well, I think. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is Devontae Smith playing? Uh, I believe so. All right. Cool. So what are we talking about here? Like, let's let's be honest with ourselves because Alabama yeah. clearly has the two best players on the field in Devontae Smith, and then I would say Nashi Harris. Yeah, um, and they've got they a good will, player in Mac Jones. Like they've got, and they've got a good player in Mac Jones, a a fraud first team AP All American, but that's besides the point. Yeah, no. Um, not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying no, he's not he's the a second team quarterback. All American. I agree. I he agree should not be you, first team All American, and we may be biased to saying that, but you know, look at the touchdowns. I'm 100% biased, but you know what's also biased? The numbers. The numbers also are on our side. So let's yeah. just not even go there. It doesn't matter. Ooh. We're talking about Alabama, not Kyle Trask, who should win the Heisman. But, um, no, I really think that Alabama is going to be able to get really vertical on this Notre Dame team. We saw what happened when, let's be realistic, that the closest level of competition that Notre Dame has played this season to Alabama has been Clemson twice. Let's go back to the first time where I understand they were without uh, Trevor Lawrence, and I understand that we're without a plethora of defensive starters. But when you look at what DJ Uwangalele, Uwangalelu, Uwangalele, Uwangalele, I apologize, DJ. I will get it next year when you are the starting quarterback week in and week out. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go with DJ for now. But you see what DJ did in that game? He got vertical, right? What yeah. what Notre Dame focused on was taking away Travis Etienne Jr., taking away the run game, and forcing the true freshman quarterback to throw downfield, and he did so really well. I believe that Mac Jones has the ability. Granted, we were talking, we were just joking around about how 
Trask should have been AP first team. I think Mac Jones has a better deep ball, like pure oh, no, arm Mac strength Jones is deep ball. The, this year, Mac Jones, I think, has been the best deep ball thrower in the country. Yeah, exactly. And like, certainly that, that is helped out by the wide receivers that he is throwing to, sure. but like, Exactly. And, and the exactly. time he's given by the offensive line, but he still makes those throws. Agreed. And but, so my thing my thing is that I feel like with Devontae Smith down there, we haven't gotten word if Jalen Waddle is going to suit up. But listen, I, d- I doubt it, honestly. I doubt it because that ain't – yeah, he's still hurt. But, like, it's Alabama, and they, re- they retool at skill position and at every position, to be honest. So – I feel like they're going to be able to get down there. It's going to be a lot of attention given towards Devontae Smith by the Notre Dame defense. And the question is, does Notre Dame kind of copy the blueprint they used against Clemson the first time where they just kind of neutralize Najee Harris and force Devontae Smith to go at them? Because what Florida did in the SEC championship game was attempt to neutralize Devontae Smith, which I think they did the best job that they I could mean, have possible. I mean, Alabama's longest passing play, well, longest play in general was a 31-yard pass. Like, that's pretty, right. limi- that's pretty limiting. And Florida was able to yeah. get some stops later. But, but the still, result of Najee that Harris is... Najee Harris just... Najee Harris with five, with five touchdowns and clearly was the best player in the game. So it's a give and take. Can the Notre Dame defense sustain it a bit better and give themselves a chance for Ian Spellbook to kind of t- pull the spell out of that book that he has and, and keep them in there? I don't think that happens. That's just the, the blunt yeah. of it. You know what I mean? And I think I want to extrapolate this because it's not going to come up in our next um, playoff conversation. But, like, mm-hmm. extrapolate this point through, from this game is that we talk about the playoff a lot. And I've come to mm-hmm. kind of the realization and reminding of myself that the playoff came about not because there are often four teams worthy of the national – that can win a national championship in a given year. Right. It's that sometimes – usually there's two. But sometimes mm-hmm. there's three. And in the previous system, we were just letting us decide – who, who the first two were and the third one that gets left out. We weren't mm-hmm. giving that team an opportunity to play. And I think that better understand that better explains and helps you understand why often the one through four game, despite, except for the first year against Ohio State and Alabama, why the one and four game is usually a blowout. Like, yeah. Because you have to remember that it's, it's right now it's with the way college football is currently set up, it's not so much that there are four teams that are coming to national championship. It's that there's sometimes more than two. Mm-hmm. So you want to let that be played on the field. And the four team often suffers for that. But sometimes it's a case of not really feeling like they belong in there. Mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame earned this spot. They're a much better team than any of the other Brian Kelly Notre Dame teams that I've seen. So like, I feel, I feel equally about this Notre Dame team than I have with multiple, with the exception of the Baker Mayfield 2017 or 2018 but 2017 season Oklahoma team um with the exception of that team I feel like the other Oklahoma teams one with Kyler um I feel like they're similar on this path where I like them they play good football they're a good team yeah they're just a notch below those top three and they they deserve to be there but they're not exactly on that on that that level so so we can agree we got got Bama you just got me thinking about that that Baker Mayfield senior year team that i Man, the if Rose, they just the beat Rose Georgia, Bowl? if they beat Georgia, I, I think they would have beaten Alabama the next week. So I really okay. Do. So I was gonna save this for later on in the pod. I watched the 2018 national championship game today again. I like watched it start to finish. It was on ESPNU. I wasn't doing anything, um, and I watched that Georgia Bama national title game. And I completely agree with you. That Oklahoma, they they kept showing clips of the Rose Bowl against the double overtime Rose Bowl Oklahoma Georgia game, which was a fantastic football game. Um, yeah, classic. They kept showing clips, and I was like, man. I was sitting with Diego, and Diego was just like, man, if we would have won that game, we would have won a natty. And I was like, yeah, you're 100% right. I agree. Because they're such a good football team, but I digress. Um, we both have Alabama in this game, I'm going to assume, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not changing our pick from from our no, old Trevor No, sir. All right, all right. So we both got Bama. I think the question is, would you, allegedly, if you were to allegedly bet I on this game. I were to partake. Would you lay the 19 and a half points? You know what? It's three touchdowns. I would. You would. I would do it. I have faith in Nick Saban. Okay. I have right. faith in Nick Saban, the greatest coach in the sport. Um, <laughs> a, a bold take. <laughs> yeah. The last time they played, what were the last games? They didn't make the playoff last year. No. Before that, they be, they played uh, in the Jalen Hurts two a year. They played no in the two a year. They played Oklahoma, beat them by about mm-hmm. eleven. Right. Um, mostly because Oklahoma kept clawing back because Oklahoma the offense to do that. Previous right. to that, they beat Clemson by not that much, but that was because Clemson's defense was really good that year. That was Kelly Bryant year. Yep. Prior to that was the uh, Washington year where it was still close. Mm-hmm. 
but Washington had one of the best defenses in the country that year. Um, right. I think, and and the year before that was the Michigan State game, which where was they just blanked an them thirty-eight to zero. I feel yeah. like this matchup, nothing against Notre Dame. I think I, I think this matchup is closer to that style. Mm-hmm. The Michigan Notre State Dame's style. Got, Notre Dame's got great trenches on both sides of the ball, but I don't know if mm-hmm. they've got the corners to, to to keep Alabama in bounds. Yeah, that makes like, sense. That makes perfect yeah. sense. All right, so let's move on to the no, game of the game. day. The game of the day. Uh, and this is a game a day that includes a whole lot of football. This is the game of the day. Um, it's Ohio State and Clemson in the Sugar Bowl. It's an eight o'clock kickoff on ESPN at time of recording. Again, Monday, December twenty eighth, Monday night. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite. Um, Tyler, let's start with let's start with Ohio State. Okay. Do you think that a given that they will be most likely back to full strength because of COVID issues? Yeah. And because the Big Ten said, you know what, let's change our policy that's from crazy. 21 to 17 days. No, that's crazy. No, a conference moving things around for their best team? Wow, I'm shocked. Um, no, but let's – do you think that the performance against Northwestern is something that we are going to – are they going to start out, slow out the gate like they did against Northwestern? If they have everyone back, if they have Chris mm-hmm. Olave and Garrett Wilson back, right? I expect them to play much better. Yeah. Um. Like much better. Mm-hmm. It's 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 tough because like um, they could still come up to a slow start because you got Brent Fedables on the other side. Um, of course. And like you then you got Trevor Lawrence and uh the Clemson offense who is still producing despite the massive amount of wide receiver injuries that uh, right. they take in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because like they may not start off hot they started off hot last year when they played and then clemson battled back and won the second half and that was right. and you know that wins the game um i don't know i feel like this that that ohio state team was way better mm-hmm. i could see there's one way that it could work in my opinion they've got everyone back they recommit to running the ball ryan day ryan day run the ball um <laughs> and don't stray away when it works <laughs> and then let justin fields throw off a of play action because the okay. thing in the Northwestern game was that he they were causing they were you know calling a lot of pass plays just mm-hmm. straight pass plays not right. play action or anything just straight pass plays when he's missing one of his top receivers arguably his top receiver and in a season where the Big Ten got a much shorter schedule and he only had two receivers coming back that he had chemistry with his two best receivers that's why mm-hmm. I think that's a large reason of the, of the way that large part of the reason that Justin Fields has not shared. He's not distributed as much this season okay? because he's only got chemistry with two guys, his best guys, but he's only got chemistry really with two guys because the rest of his receivers are new. And mm-hmm. the Big Ten had even less practice time than the rest of the country, which had like no practice time. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I, I mean, if they recommit to the running game, they're able to move Clemson around on the defensive line, which Clemson's defensive line is great, is good, but like it, was, it isn't what it usually is. Um, mm-hmm. They could probably, if they're able to throw a play action, they could start hot. I could see them making a game of this. The thing mm-hmm. I caution, the thing that pulls me back is that they're not getting full bowl pra- practice time. And okay. no bowl teams are. No bowl, like, usually you get a month before your game. Mm-hmm. You are getting 10 days. Yeah. And I don't know if you can overcome those issues. Yeah. Against Clemson, who's, who's op- operating at close to peak capacity at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could solve those issues in 10 days, whereas over 30 days when you have 15 bowl practices, I feel like, you know, I feel like Ohio State would come out and give it a game, but I'm not really sure. I, just, I don't know what to think, like, because so Ohio about... State is just not better than they were last year, and Clemson's not better Correct. than they were last year either, mm-hmm. but Clemson's way closer to what they were last year, and Ohio State, I don't know, we just talked about it. It, it, it feels to me, last year there were three teams capable of winning a national title. Mm-hmm. Um Thompson, Ohio State, and LSU. This year, it feels like there's two. Yeah, I feel like Ohio State's kind of been bumped down. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to agree, and not by their own fault, but just because no, no, of no. a product of a situation, you know. Yeah, and, and well, teams go through this. Mm-hmm. Like Alabama didn't even make the playoffs last year because of all the injuries. Yeah, that lost in the games. Like that happens. Like yeah, it happens. But look, let's. What about what about Clemson? Because it seems like they're peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of firing on all cylinders. The team is kind of in the zone. Dabo Sweeney's out here doing Dabo Sweeney things, putting He's talking putting, a lot of smack. But I listen, am surprised. Yeah, I am surprised as well. He does not usually do that. Um he kind of saves it for after the game. 
But listen, he put Ohio State at 11th in his coaches poll. And then he ended up today, backed it up. He was like, listen, I'll still put them. I think they can beat us. I think they can win a title, which I think is just saving face. But, um, but I, you know, I don't think they should be rewarded for, um, you know, playing less, less games than we have in the, that sense or whatever. But what about Clemson? They're, they're peaking at the right time. They, they seem like they're healthy. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is, as you know, you know, a uh, prize word, um. a prize, a prize coveted uh, quarterback. Yeah. Um, what about Clemson? What do you think they're going to do coming out of this game? I think that they they've been doing this a lot lately, and because they do this every year, and it's championship phase football, and I love the way Clemson does it because it, it satis- satisfies my quarterback run heart. <laughs> uh, Clemson late in the season does the championship phase where like with Sean Watson and also with Trevor Lawrence, they've been doing this. They don't run their QB that much early in the season, and then late in the season they start pulling that in when they face. You don't want to. You don't. They don't want to. They don't want to put tape on it. Yeah. And additionally, you don't want to hurt your quarterback early in the season on quarterback run. Like, right. Now, you're trying to win the game. And Trevor Lawrence will probably not, if he's like, you need me to punch it in from the wall, I'll do it. Like, uh, <laughs> he's a competitor. He, he'll do it. And he is, he has been an outstanding runner this season. He's huge. Uh, I mean, like, and he's powerful and he's willing to put his head down and truck some people. And he's got some speed. Uh, but so I, th- I think that's the real part is that they're going to, they're going to, they're going to rely on that early. They're going to try and keep the game balanced, keep Trevor Lawrence balanced. Again, something you have to consider, and I'm especially preparing for this because of reasons you'll discuss later in the podcast. Um, <laughs> there's there's a thing that Trevor Lawrence hasn't been as good. His stats aren't there this year, and they're not attacking mm-hmm. downfield the way they usually do, like they did last year right. with T. Higgins and Justin Ross and Amari Rodgers. And, well, you, know. you, you want to know why? It's because they had T. Higgins and Justin Ross and Amari yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, they have Amari Rodgers, but Justin Ross is out for the season with a neck injury. T. Higgins mm-hmm. is in the NFL. Yeah. Um, additionally, like Frank Ladson and Justin Nagata, uh, two of their younger guys that were doing pretty well. They weren't they weren't there yet, but they were doing pretty well. They're out with injury. Cornell mm-hmm. Powell's being awesome, and Amari Rodgers has been solid. And they got a white guy playing 13. It's surprisingly not Hunter Renfro. Cannot confirm. Uh, well, um, can't, listen, can't confirm. If, white guy named right, white guy wearing number 13 at Clemson. I think I don't even need to know his real name. He's Hunter Renfro. Bro. You know how we call it? We talk in Florida. It's the Percy role or the Tony role. It's the Renfro role. It's the, it's the Renfro role. The white guy um, wearing 13. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it, what is it? Quote unquote, surprisingly athletic. Oh yeah, kind of deceptive thing? speed. <laughs> deceptive speed. That's what it is. He's a gym rat. He's coach's son. <laughs> First one in, last one out. Anyway, um, you don't have to say that about Trevor Lawrence because he's he's just he's Trevor he's Lawrence. a specimen. But exactly, I think that uh, their offense is speaking at the right time. It's it's a strange offense because Clemson, Ohio State, and Clemson. We've talked about this before. They run different offenses, in my opinion, in the sense that like Ohio State runs an offense that's based on. I mean, Justin Fields is the primary weapon, and yes. and they throw, they get a lot of their guys open like mm-hmm. wide open. He, so I'm never going to criticize Justin Fields for throwing to the open guy, but their offense is designed to run through Justin Fields in the sense of when they're doing well, he's going to have a lot of stats. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's been. I think they should stray away from that because Trey Sermon and their offensive line, they're amazing as the championship game showed. But Trevor Lawrence, their offense, Clemson offense, I talk about this all the time, is kind of, I think it's more built around Travis Etienne. It's built around the football. They, yeah. they run first, and it doesn't seem like it. They run first, but but I think I think that's later. why they I think that's why they move to running the quarterback later on in the season yeah. because they understand that their best option is to still keep that philosophy of run the football, but show the defense something they haven't seen all season. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. So, and so. additionally, like Clemson for ever, especially since Trevor Lawrence, but also with uh, Deshaun Watson, who had like Mike Williams and mm-hmm. all these crazy receivers. Uh, and Jordan Leg and all that is and Hunter Renfro is that Clemson kind of operates what I would call the tight window offense. I think I've called it before, where yeah. it's like they run plays that when you have a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence and the receivers that they usually do, they run plays that it isn't sexy, but it's impossible to defend. They run mm-hmm. these corner routes where if Trevor Lawrence throws it at the right spot, T. Higgins is the only person that can go up and get it. Right. So it's either an incompletion or it's or it's a, it's a like it's completion and you no matter how good coverage is mm-hmm. like um justin just feels in uh ohio state seem to run more of like an open window offense where it's like their guys get open a lot more mm-hmm. and of course i say that clemson's guys get open all the time too but right. trevor lawrence is more a has shown it more to be able to make those throws 
and deliver on those throws that are unguardable. Yeah. So yeah. that's a part of their offense that I, I don't think Ohio State has. And additionally, yeah. I mean, I say all this, Clemson has Travis Etienne. So Travis well, that's what I'm saying. And, and I feel like apart from running the ball, Etienne has shown to us that he can also catch the ball out of the backfield. So yeah. if need be, he can do that as well. Um, all right, we're both still taking Clemson, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I Perfect. think this game could be close. Mm-hmm. I also see a, a, I see a situation similar to that 31-0 to Ohio State-Clemson game. Like, Got it. it's possible. It could be that we have two very uneventful semifinal games. Yeah. yeah. Could be. I think the Ohio State-Clemson game will be, definitely be a better football game than Notre Dame-Bama. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. And we will see. We shall see. And um, Tyler. This, yeah. Oh, yep. Go ahead. No, well, go ahead. We say all this. Ohio State could come out and win. And I would not be shocked. Like, I would Neither be would utterly I. flabbergasted if uh, Notre Dame won. Yeah. But Ohio State could be like, all right, we were sleeping the whole season. Because yeah. it's Ohio State. You know they got this talent. They got Justin and, Fields. You know they look, got it. Like, we, we, saw, we saw the Fiesta Bowl last year. It was, it was throw for throw. It was one of the best football games of the year last year. It was fantastic. Um, and who knows? Maybe um, maybe Justin Fields has been reading the Draft Network's mock, mock drafts and seeing Zach Wilson go ahead of him, and he just comes out and has a day. You know what up. I mean? Lights it up. All right, Tyler, let's run through the other four New Year's Six Bowls, and let's start with a team close to home, our beloved Florida Gators, taking on my brother's beloved Oklahoma Sooners in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff on Wednesday, December 30th. Tyler, earlier this morning, the line was Florida minus 3, and since then, we have had confirmation that Kyle Pitts declared and will not be playing, declared for the draft when I'm playing, Kadarius Toney declared for the draft and will not be playing. Trevon Grimes declared for the draft and will not be playing. And Jacob Copeland Justin. has... Uh, Justin Copeland. Ju- no, you're right, no, Jacob Copeland. No, Jacob I'm Copeland. so wrong. I was Thank thinking you. of Justin Shorter. I know, I know. Uh, and Jacob Copeland has unfortunately tested positive for the coronavirus. Therefore, he is also out. So that is four... Re- four the top pass four pass-catching weapons, three receivers and the, the god... The first team All American who will receive a brick. Yes, sir. Round of applause for Kyle Pitts. Round of applause. Uh, all four of them will be out. The line has since moved in two hours to Oklahoma as a three point favorite. Oh, boy. That is how big of an impact those four players going out is. Yeah. Tyler, um, let's talk about the game quickly. What do you see? What do you think is going to happen now that the Gators are missing a lot of weapons? Also, things needs to be noted. Sean Davis is going to be out. Uh, I do not know why specifically Sean Davis. He's been injured lately, so like yes. probably just lingering. Probably an Again, thing. you only get 10 days. You only get 10 so. days. And Marco Wilson has declared for the draft and will not be playing in the game, which, man, sucks that, for just, Oklahoma. That sucks for Oklahoma. Sucks for Oklahoma. There's not really a person you can pinpoint now that you can just expose. Yeah, right. So um addition by subtraction anyway um so what do you think tyler what do you think is going on in the game because kyle trash is still playing oh yeah he's playing he, he's on the plane he's playing yeah damian um, pierce malik davis um those guys are running playing. backs have, have said it's stated that they're gonna they're stay. staying they're, yep they're staying those are the only opt-outs we know mm-hmm. um so justin shorter wide receiver one come on down um <laughs> we got congratulations you're the winner congratulations you got it uh so you still have Justin Shorter, still have Trent mm-hmm. Whittemore, still have Xavier yes. Henderson. We got a lot mm-hmm. of true freshmen and redshirt freshmen that we know are good. Yes. Uh, well, we, we believe are good. We have not Correct. seen much of. Kamora mm-hmm. Gamble and Keon's ever have been great in yes. service of Kyle Pitts. When, they, when the game plan, you know you're not going to have Kyle Pitts. It's much easier to pa- plan for that. Like and, pa- and Kyle Pitts announced he wasn't playing in the bowl game like a week ago. Like the so. day after the SEC championship. Like we exactly. Knew, unless it wasn't. Was, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a thing where, kind of like Tony or, or Grimes that came across today and um, Copeland, you know, that yeah. kind of was different. Which, okay, you would be an idiot, a fool, foolish, um, mm-hmm. to think that losing your, fo- your top four receiving weapons would not matter. Correct. It absolutely matters. It has to matter. Yeah. Um, however, if there's a, I mean, and again, we've watched every snap of this football team as opposed yes. to others. Yes, we have. There's a team that could probably overcome that. It's Florida this season because he's throwing if, touchdowns to Trey Whittemore, Xavier Henderson. If there's an offense that can yeah. overcome this, yeah. let's be specific. If there's an offense right now that can overcome it, it's Florida's right now. He has thrown touchdowns to Justin Shorter, Xavier Henderson, and Trent Whittemore. Also, yeah, and Kamora Gamble and Keon Zipper. 
Caldress has thrown touchdowns to these people. It's not like we're we're starting people off the bench. Mm-hmm. These are the secondary rotation, which are going to be the first rotation next year. So, and that's I, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I, these are the I, guys next year. Yeah, these are the guys. So we're getting an early look, and um, I think Florida will be able to move the ball. I think mm-hmm. um, it's it's strange because Oklahoma's defense is is better than Florida's. It, and I would say, un- even, even, I, I would Florida's offense is better than Oklahoma's because, from what I've watched of Oklahoma, they have they have the great weapons. They're still inconsistent. They go cold sometimes. Like they do. You score twenty seven points in your uh, the Big Twelve championship. Three of them in the second half. Yeah, That's, and e- even before that, the game before that against Baylor, I saw that entire football game. Uh, there were some hot moments, and then there were some cold moments. And look, I'm I am as big of a Spencer Rattler believer as anyone. Oh, Spencer Rattler for Heisman. Spencer Rattler for Heisman in 2022. Like yeah. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's fantastic, and I think he's an NFL quarterback in the, in the uh, waiting in the wings. But um, in this moment, he's still a freshman, still developing. Yeah. I have more faith in Kyle Trask, obviously, at the moment. Yeah, and I think even Kyle Trask with the secondary group of weapons that are going to be the primary group of weapons next year, anyway. And I think again, we're going to see thrown touchdowns to literally all of them. Like, exactly. And I think we're going to see a lot of Emery packages in this game. I do. We, I do. we might even see Emery get a driver possession or two, depending mm-hmm. on how the game's going. Um, and I'm excited for that. Like for yeah. me, this, this has shifted from, we need to spank Oklahoma for my own personal <laughs> um, family rivalry to, I want to see how these young guys perform. And if we win, that's a plus. I think, yeah, I think we need to win for for the sake of wanting a Narrative. healthier No, for the sake of wanting a healthier Twitter feed oh, over the yeah, offseason. Um yeah, no. Um uh. but I also, you know, would understand if we did it. Now my my head kind of wants to change the pick to be safe, but I'm not going to do that because nah, it's the I Gators. can't do it now in this podcast. Can't do it. But I will I I I will be lying if I said that I didn't think for a second. Maybe oh, I should. I'm in the same boat. I have teetered you know? back and forth between. With all the announcements that were made today, I was just like, "Well, in that case, um, <laughs> I mean, I I think with with either Kadarius Tony or Trevor Gr- well, specifically with Kadarius Tony, if if Kadarius Tony was still playing, I would feel really confident. Florida, oh, yeah. Florida has a shot to win because Florida, no, when they're too. on on offense, I think is one of, if not the best offense in the country, and they're on way more off. They're they're rarely ever off, right? And right. Oklahoma takes time, takes drives and quarters off. Yeah. And that that is just young inconsistency. That that's what that is. This is again mm-hmm. Oklahoma rebuilding year where they're playing in the Cotton Bowl after winning the Big Twelve Championship. Exactly. It is what it is. But they they won't be like that next year. Yeah, I'm gonna still pick Florida. I'm gonna because again, it's not like these are new wide receivers. Correct. And who knows? Some of the younger guys might. Some of the really young guys might be able to get in, get some playing time. We'll see. And I mm-hmm. think we're gonna see more Emory packages because we're gonna try and show that he can do something get him into it we're gonna to want to mm-hmm. run the ball more and we run the ball better when he's in there so yeah. i think for oklahoma's defense is better than uh florida's defense but i think oklahoma's defense would not be able to i think this is the best offense oklahoma's defense would have played agreed and agreed. on the other side of the ball i mean marco wilson's not playing so that's something um, addition by subtraction i think this is kair elam's time to this is kair elam's moment to earn the number one jersey next year I've said it. Ooh, that's I've said a good it. one. He's this is the one. game. This is the game that I want to see. Right now, I think it's Brenton Cox. I, he I is think the uh, one, right? yeah, he's he, the number uh, one. Yeah, he is. Number but one, I, th- right? I think that number one jersey should belong to a defensive back, and I think Elam is going to go out and earn that in this game. I hope. I hope. I am hoping for a remember. Remember the uh, the Peach Bowl that we played against Michigan. Oh, remember? And- I was there. <laughs> Okay, you remember how Chauncey had such a good game? Oh, elevated his draft stock. Elevated his draft stock. Turned himself from a fifth or sixth round pick to a third round pick. Um, I think that Kair Elam can have that type of a game. That's how. Yeah. That's what. I, that's what I want to see from the defense. Yeah. That's all I want to see. I want to see individual improvement from each player. I, I'm still hoping that. Grantham isn't here next year, but I am starting yeah, I mean, you to can't change defensive coordinators with ten days. No, no, a hundred percent agree. But I'm start, but I, but I'm hoping for maybe it, it's weird, right? Because I, I want the Gators to win, but I also don't want. If I don't Florida want to lose this because they can't stop a nosebleed, which is very possible. Uh huh. That's not a good look. But the and, silver lining could be if it leads to him being changed. But the thing is, if that does happen, if there is a nosebleed that we can't stop, and he's still on here next year. 
it, that is the you Twitter asking questions. You gotta, that is the toxic Twitter that I am wanting to avoid this off season. Yeah, I'd much rather have an off season or the next couple of weeks where we're trying to figure out who the next defensive coordinator is than the toxicness for months on end. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's that. absolutely. I I still think Florida wins. They could totally mm-hmm. not. Yeah, like, they could. They just could totally not. And I I do think. Last thing I'll say is that like. I don't actually think a win or a loss here really changes the trajectory of the program. Right. I mean, if you get smacked, if you get, if you get blown out, which hasn't happened all season, and I don't think would happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something. Yeah. But, but if we loss, get blown out, that means it, what? If we get blown out, that means the offense came to a screeching halt. And I yeah, don't expect that has not happened at all this season. Like ever. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that, I mean, I, again, I don't think that it changes the long-term trajectory of the program, but it's not, a, but it, if you lose, you go eight and four, and this just not feel like an eight and four team, and that mm-hmm. would just really suck. Yeah. Granted, it's coronavirus year, so eh, yeah. Listen, it is what it is. But last thing, if allegedly you wanted to bet on this game, it's Florida plus three right now. I that that putting Florida in a teaser and getting some points for the Gators doesn't look too bad right now. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move forward. Uh, the next New Year's six is the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. It is Georgia and Cincinnati. New Year's Day. It's a noon kickoff on ESPN. You're getting that hangover out. Uh, some of us may be going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru to cure that hangover. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, you're going to want to watch a Georgia team take on a really good Cincinnati team. Tyler, what oh, yeah. do you think is going to happen quickly in this game? What do you got? This is tough. This is this is the, the biggest thing in this game is that this is the JT Daniels test. This is, is the test. The this true will test. Be the best team by far that he's that he's faced at Georgia. It's weird that I'm a little bit more excited for this game than I am for kind of the Gator yeah. game at a point because I need to see what JT Daniels we're gonna we're gonna go up against next year. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Or he could just smack Cincinnati and declare for the draft. He won't what, do, do that. But he, he won't. won't do that. I wouldn't mind. But I he wouldn't. Mind, but he wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, I'm still taking Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Because I, well. I got to, of course. And I, I think again, Cincinnati best defense, uh, one of the best defenses in the country. This will be one mm-hmm. of the best, better faces, uh, better challenges that they'll face. Mm-hmm. Um, not because Georgia's offense is great, but because of the personnel. The, the like, the players mm-hmm. are great running backs, great offensive line, quarterbacks pure, great so far. Pure talent, pure talent. Pure talent. They just got pure talent. Uh, more than Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. If they play better, is to be determined. But the thing is, I think that. Uh, Cincinnati's offense, it's not bad. Like it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Desmond Ritter's pretty good. Yeah. I'm gonna continue to take Cincinnati because I can't pick Georgia, but also because um I think they got a real shot to win this game. And I think they really want to. You hit the like, nail on the head. I think I think does Georgia wanna of... be here. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a weird feeling about does Georgia want to be here. Yeah. Uh, but I think the bigger thing is Cincinnati has the weight of every group of five school on its shoulders right now because of all seasons, right? We're going to talk about Coastal in a bit, but of all seasons, you know, this was the year that most of the college football media kind of started to uh, come around to the, hey, maybe this playoff isn't really fair for the group of five teams more than other years. So I think Cincinnati winning would be just the stamp and the emphasis uh of that oh, and yeah. and would lead to change not next year but later on down the line and so yeah for that reason i can't morally pick against cincinnati also i have standards what a man's gotta have a code i'm gonna pick georgia come on nah man. nah um all right later on on that january 1st are the semifinal games we talked about and then saturday january 2nd we have the last two new year's six games we got the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl at 4 o'clock on ESPN. It is Oregon taking on Iowa State. Iowa State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Tyler, what really? are you thinking? Yeah, Iowa State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I did not know that. Um, what mean, are you thinking right now? I, come on. Like, okay, take, <laughs> taking the analysis hat off, uh-huh. I've never doubted the Cyclones ever. So, um, <laughs> Question go, is, go clones, but. are they wearing all blacks? <laughs> it's big. It's important. Like, Are they wearing the all blacks? But uh, I don't know. Oh wait, it, wait! What if what if Oregon comes out with some fun new uniform up against Iowa's All Black? This might be a underrated be a uniform game. Underrated, underrated. Uniform game. Yeah. Putting the analysis hat back on. Yes. This is gonna be a tough game because Oregon. You know it's tough because they're a four and two, Pac twelve champion. They backdoored it, their way into the Pac twelve as mean, well. They're not even their division champion. 
exactly. Pac-12 will not give them the division championship. Like, As they and they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. Washington won it. Like right. also by not playing Oregon. Which I think Washington, <laughs> you know, which I think Washington would have won that game, but we don't know. So, oh like, my gosh, it's strange. Twenty twenty, man, the twenty twenty season. Iowa State has played a full schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be Matt Campbell's last game. I hope not, but it could be. I don't think it will. Because you're getting Brees Hall for one more year if Brock Purdy decides to come back. You run that back, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't you think he will back. for that reason. Number one, number two, what job? What job is he going to take? The thing is, Jim Harbaugh's staying at Michigan. Harbaugh's uh, staying at Michigan. Texas has openly said they're keeping him for another year. Yeah. Um. I don't. What? What? Auburn's other, closed. Auburn's closed. What other job is worth leaving? Unless Tennessee opens up. Yeah, but even then, uh, Tennessee is the one SEC job I think he'd want. Because um, it's still in that footprint, that recruiting footprint. A little bit more of the Midwestern mm-hmm. angle. Yeah. But I don't think. I mean, I. I I don't think it will. Like, he also he's also very PJ Fleck in a way where he has to kind of do it his way. Yeah, he's and not gonna go to he, he's gonna go to a place that allows him to build it with his culture. He, like Auburn wasn't gonna be a good fit because Auburn no. the, the reports were they were trying to impose uh, Kevin Steele on people and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I just I see him coming back for another year. Bryce Hall for sure. You convince Brock Purdy, hey man, come back another year, play great, and be one of the top quarterback prospects for next season. I don't, I don't, I don't see why not, dude. No, yeah, I don't see why not for this game. Uh, you got Brees Hall, you got Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna roll with that. I think Oregon's defense is fantastic. Cool. Yeah, I mean, or, I'm sorry, a, it, Iowa State, Iowa State, Iowa State's defense, defense fantastic. is fantastic. I think they'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Um, Joe Moorhead is a good offensive coordinator for Oregon, so it'll be a fun matchup. I think Oregon's defense is good. But also, like, they give up a lot of points, but they Oregon's, make plays. Or exactly. Oregon's like, defense makes plays and makes plays when it counts, but they're very susceptible to give up a lot of yards and they points. They ain't locked down. They ain't locked down. But, and, I mean, and I feel like I picked Oregon in the pool. I'm going to go on record here and say I'm going to change that. I'm going to go with Iowa come State. Come to the dark side. I am coming to the dark we side. We have the All Blacks. We do have, you do have the All Blacks. Uh, but I'm going to do it because the games that Oregon has lost, and even in the games Oregon's won, they've been very flip-floppy. I don't think they've blown of, out a single team this season. They haven't blown out a single team. Not It's not even that, but it's more of they're kind of up and down in certain cases. Yeah. And I think I would feel safer going up. I know Matt Campbell. I know the defense is good. Um, you talk about how Oklahoma kind of took a half off in the Big 12 title game. you got to give credit to Iowa State's defense, who Part really suffocated them. They, they, they suffocated them. So yeah. I, I'm going to change my pick. We said that we were allowed to if we made it on the pod. Here yeah. I am recording. Official. Official. Minute 38 of this pod. Um, I'm going to switch my allegiance in this game to the Cyclones. Um, and yeah, I, I as much as I love the Tyler Show and um, Joe Moorhead offense and how they run it, they have been inconsistent at times. And, you know, next year I think they'll be better. But it's oh, just yeah. I, think, I think it's a product of first-year quarterback, first-year offensive coordinator – um, short season, season, not yeah. having practices, uncertainty of playing, all that stuff. So I, I'd rather take the team that has worked out their kinks, has played a full season, and I trust Matt Campbell's defense, Bryce Hall, and yeah. Brock Purdy. So give me the Cyclones. I mean, well. I, one last thing. I we, we did pick a winner, you know, Iowa State, but I think both teams win here because every player, because it's the PlayStation Festival, every player gets a PS5. How awesome I'm, is that? I'm currently researching if I enroll and walk onto the team before Saturday. Yeah. Can I get a PS5? Because I'll do it. Yeah. You'll suit I'll up. do it. I'll suit up. I'll stand on the sidelines. I'll be great. I'm a little overweight, but that's fine. We'll do it. Um. All right, cool. So we're both on Iowa State. I'm changing my allegiance. I'm going to go ahead and do it after we finish recording here. But just so we know, that's happening. Final New Year's Six game is the one here in sunny South Florida where I am currently spending my January. Um, the Capital One Orange Bowl. It is Texas A&M taking on North Carolina. An 8 o'clock kickoff on that very same Saturday, January 2nd. A&M is a 7.5 point favorite currently. And Tyler, I'm really excited for this football game. I am too. Um, it, I think that they, these, two game, these two teams are fun. Well, yes. I mean, they're not... North Carolina is a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Texas A&M wins games. 
Um, I don't know if I would say they're fun. Fun in but, fun in your in the way Kellen your grandpa Mond thinks could, it's fun. Can be fun, mm-hmm. and I'm very interested. To, I think it's a good matchup. I think it's a fun matchup. Like yes, I think these teams are very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I said that because I picked North Carolina before. I think I'm going to switch my pick to Texas A&M because did you see who North Carolina is missing? Yeah, I did. Their 2,000-yard rushers and two of their 1,000-yard receivers are all opting out. Yeah. And I again, they could be like Florida where they've been rolling in backups. But the thing is when it's it's Florida just has the problem at the receiving core which they have overcome all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all their running backs, they can't Florida can't run the ball, but um all all their running backs and offensive line are still there. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, North Carolina was a very balanced attack. Very. 2,000 yard rusher. Two are gone? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm switching to Texas AM. You know, I'm not a big Kellen Mond believer, but like, I, I, that's listen, a lot to overcome. Here's my question because I was thinking the same thing before we started recording. Do I switch to AM or do I maintain my brand and stick with Mac Brown, Sam Howell, and go against Kellen Mond, which is essentially a part of my brand. Like, I don't know what to do here because you are making all the sense in the world. North Carolina's team is contingent on vertical passing attack that is only allowed to flourish because of their two 1,000-yard rushers pounding the rock and forcing to put players in the box. So, what are we doing here? And Texas A&M is a good defense. And Texas A&M is a good defense. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to have to do this. I don't like A&M. They're you don't got to any- do it, man. You don't got to do it. But, like, I'm not saddled by the brand. Um, I see those injuries. I'm out. And, again, I- Kalamon does not play well in bowl games. Like, he never has. Like, yeah, I'm sticking bo- with him. I'm sticking yeah. with North Carolina. I'm sticking to All my right. guns. Nice. I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, I'm um, switching over. Because it's, right. it's, uh, it's a lot to overcome. I'm still excited about this game because I, I love Sam Howell. Um, and I think Kellen Mond is just the antithesis of a good quarterback in big games. So there's that on that. Um, all right, so that's all of the New Year's Six games. Tyler, quickly, let's go ahead and talk about some of the bowl games that have already happened. Um, I'm going to name the games. You just stop me when you want to say something about them, and then we can keep it moving. Sounds cool? All right. In order. App State 56, North Texas 28 in the Myrtle Beach Bowl is what it is. Boca Raton Bowl, BYU 49, UCF 23. Uh, UCF, I'm never picking you again. <laughs> nope, never doing it. Um, I, I, may went out may... limb. I went out on a limb, but no. I I may or may not have been yelled at by a certain someone who has an uh, the certain person that I have an emotional attachment to who has an emotional attachment to UCF for picking BYU. I may have gotten the silent treatment for a couple hours. It is what it is. Not it me. is what it is. It is what it like, is. But I had to do it. Zach Wilson for the brand. That's my boy. He played well. They're, he played really well. Team. Played was, really well. And UCF I was surprised that they couldn't get more points up early. So Me too. Credit me to BYU's well, defense. There was a critical drop in the second quarter that would have kept him on pace, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the Idaho Potato Bowl, Nevada 38, Tulane 27. Shout out to us for keeping in mind the time changes and travel yep. schedules. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We got it, let my me, friend. Let me just stop to say thank you to Sergio for an excellent <laughs> Christmas present. Oh, you're uh, welcome, my guy. <laughs> he got me a Tulane Green Wave shirt from Home Field Apparel, which you can probably <laughs> you can go get now. Um, it's I I it is in the needs to be washed. So sorry, I'm not wearing it right now. Of course, but, of like, course. <laughs> I will wear it next time. I I really appreciated it. Merry Christmas, my guy. Merry, yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, YouTube man. Love you. Uh, next game, the Montgomery Bowl, Memphis 25, FAU 10, in a game that, according to my records, did not happen. Oh, really that's weird. so weird. It's really Look weird. at that. That's <laughs> so crazy. FAU lost. I didn't think this was allowed. Ugh. What? Oh, you know, the, the Ryan Silverfield being a better head coach principal has worked out for me before, and it worked out for me again. It did. It did work out for you in this case. Um, Willie Taggart, let's let's reevaluate your offensive playbook. I get Ooh. it. COVID season. COVID season, not short That fourth year, and goal play was stupid. Was horrendous. Was stupid. Roll and I were jaws on the floor. Like, what are you doing? 
Oh my gosh! Shout out to the defense though. Defense played no, really the, well. FAU's defense is really good. Like, thing is, and that's why I'm saying Willie Tacker, reevaluate your offensive playbook because the defense put you in a position to win this football game. You you just did it many times, <laughs> many times, many times. I can't believe that the Willie Tagger in big games principle came back to bite me. And mm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that mm. I have an emotional attachment to a team so crazy that has attached itself to Willie Tagger. And I'm just gonna move on before I get even angrier. Yeah. The RNL Carriers, New Orleans Bowl, Georgia 738, Louisiana Tech 3. Long live the triple option. Yes, sir. Long may yes, sir. it live. Long live betting and picking, allegedly, on a team with a triple option in a shortened bowl season. That's just chess, not smart checkers. Thing you could do. Smart thing. It might have been checkers and not chess because it was pretty smart to do. So, very yeah. proud. On Christmas Eve, the New Mexico Bowl, Mexico Bowl, Hawaii 28, Houston 14, our for the Rainbow brand. Warriors. For the For brand. the brand. They were 10-point underdogs. They won by 14. 10-point underdogs win by two scores for the brand. Let's go. Uh, Christmas Day, you had Buffalo 17, Marshall 10. Shout out to me watching Marshall and realizing the last two games and going, this ain't it, Chief. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is exactly what I thought this game's final score would be. 17 to 10. (laughs) Like a running affair. Uh, On December 26th, you had Georgia State 39, Western Kentucky 21. George State Panthers. Panthers. Our, Our Panthers. Panthers. For the it looks like the brand's doing really well right now. Brand's doing really well this season. Brand's doing fantastic. Uh Louisiana 31, UTSA 24. This was a better game than expected. Yeah. Yeah. Much better game than expected. Much better. And I, I was going I was going back and forth between the Georgia State game and this game because they went on at the same time and pretty happy with it. Pretty happy I with mean, it. Shout out to UTSA. Like they put up a big fight. And yeah. Yeah. But Definitely. Also, go ahead. No, one of the more improved teams in college football this year. Yeah. UTSA. Louisiana, great season. Great season. Just excellent season. Sucks yes. that you couldn't play your, your conference championship game. Uh, we were all rooting for you guys. Like, we really were. We really but, were. Oh, man. But I think the game of the day in college, at the very least, Liberty oh, yeah. 37, Coastal Carolina 34 <sighs> in overtime. Uh, Hugh Freeze, let's have a conversation about the way that you close out a football game. Because this game That's should fair. not have gone to overtime. So, theory. Mm-hmm. Hoodie, third eye. Third, um, hoodie's up, third eye activated. Hoodie's up, third eye activated. So, Liberty played so well early in, the, early in this game because Hugh Freeze was upset that he wasn't getting considered for all these open jobs. Okay. However, later in the game, he thought he had done enough with his team. He's like, okay, I'll get one of those late coming open ones now. He put his foot off the gas because he, he couldn't think about it. Ah. And that's how Coastal got back into it. So instead reality, of just, it's because Coastal was a good team and, and they they got lucky. Um, so instead of just taking three knees and kicking a field goal or, God forbid, you just run the football into the end zone and get a touchdown, um, he decided to just risk the fumble, which happened. Uh, this is the coach whose team lost the fourth and 23 Arkansas uh, Razorbacks play. Yes, so like, I, do, I do remember. Now, that. none of that is his fault. No. But... I mean, this kind it's of a, stuff happens. <laughs> it's a stink on Liberty. It's a it stink is, on Liberty. It is It is the kind of energy that allows you to beat Alabama on fluke plays <laughs> that also comes back to bite you when you play. You have to take both he, sides. Yeah. They got you out of it. Take, they, they got out of I it. Mean, they got out of it because they blocked a field goal. Right. So they like, earned like, that. They, no, they earned, earned it. They earned it. Like, good yeah. win for Liberty. Sucks for Coastal Carolina, but they fought yeah. their butts off. They, kicked, they got back in it late. They scored very quickly at the end. Mm-hmm. Would have um, would have loved to have seen this game in the regular season with yeah. game day there because that would have been a fantastic showcase for the group of five and showing how good the com the teams are and even though Liberty's independent yeah. you know it's at the group of five level and all that stuff so yeah what a game what a game and Tyler that's uh that is it for the games that have happened big games coming up non New Year six uh today when you're listening to this if you listen to it the day we upload it Oklahoma like State true Miami of the pod. True allies. Oklahoma State, Miami's going in the Cheez It Bowl. Texas, Colorado, and the Alamo Bowl. Other big games. The Music City Bowl between Iowa and Missouri has been canceled, unfortunately. Army has slipped into the Liberty Bowl in place of Tennessee. Um, they're taking uh, on West Virginia. Can I, I'm, I'm going to announce real quick that I had originally picked West Virginia, and I'm going to switch my pick to Army. If that's allowed. I that is allowed because you said on the pod. I think it's Army, dude. <sighs> Triple option, you know, triple option, short bowl season principle. Yeah. All right, I'm also going to switch mine to Army. I will switch mine to Armies as well. All right, big, big games, big, fun games. 
Auburn Northwestern Citrus Bowl, the most important Ooh. game of bowl season, Ole Miss Indiana. We need Ole Miss to win for that Outback Bloomin' Onion. Got to get that Bloomin' Onion. Got to get that Bloomin' Onion. Um, all right, Tyler, that's it for the bowl stuff. Quickly, in lieu of tweets we've shared, yeah, let us speak quickly about our NFL teams. Tyler, this was a big week for the Miami Dolphins, but an even bigger week for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why is Franchise that, Franchise changing, dare I say. You you shall. Um, Why is it, I'm going to get closer to the mic. The Jacksonville Jaguars have secured the number one pick in the 2001, the 2021 NFL draft. That'd be crazy Tyler, if we secured Tyler, one in the you past. you say that with your chest. Say that with your chest. We acquired Trevor Lawrence. Let's, Let's go. go. How you feeling, my guy? I feel amazing. Everyone in the national media and New York media is trashing the city of Jacksonville. And you know what? Screw you guys because you know what? We have sunshine. Uh, we have actual sunshine more than you guys because we're in the south and we're in Florida. And we have sunshine from Remember the Titans, also known as Trevor Lawrence, who will be coming to Jacksonville because Jacksonville secured the number one pick. Because we successfully – tanking works. Hashtag tanking works. We let the Bears trounce all over us. And the Jets, like idiots, <laughs> won two games. In a row, two months of of toiling, but like okay, but we're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. It'll be worth it in the end. Just a sweep it under the rug for a Jacksonville team that has actually legitimately been trying to win a game all damn season. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, I excellent job, Adam Gase and the Jets players that will not be on that team in a, in a year or two for yes. just screwing over the organization that is shout out, no shout good out situation. To- Shout to out to win. Marcus May for not only improving his draft stock, but delivering Trevor Lawrence to the state of Florida. Yeah. It is his Gator duty to deliver the yeah. a franchise quarterback to his and, NFL team in Florida. In lieu of tweets who shares, because a lot of the conversation has been um, Trevor Lawrence oh, related. It's, uh, like, it's, like, it's just funny that like for years, everybody's like, Jacksonville needs a franchise quarterback. Jacksonville mm-hmm. secures the number one pick. For the first time in like forever, we never yeah. get a number one pick. True. Um, when With trevor lawrence on deck and they're like no 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 not that one though <laughs> um it's like no no he's the good one we don't want you to have a good one no like i've always said it will not take much to be the best quarterback in franchise history i i think look analysis here like mm-hmm. jacksonville's roster is in a way better spot right now to bounce back than the new york jets we have good receivers dj chark chanel offensive line it could be better but it's not bad right um you have james robinson your defense is really young, is missing a lot of players right now, but you have the youngest team in the league. You have the most draft picks in the next two years. You mm-hmm. control the quarterback market, yeah, and you're about to hire a new GM and and a head coach, and you have the most cap space. I didn't think we'd be able to get whoever we wanted for a head coach and GM before. I think so now because I think I might be overreacting, but I think that's what Trevor Lawrence can do to you. I and agree. It's just I, every time I go on Tankathon, I just look at that locked, clinched. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so happy. Um, I want to clarify. It could totally not work out. It really could because it's okay, always a guess. It's always it, a guess. Okay, technically, but I don't. But here's my thing. I I said this to you when, when I called you yesterday. That <coughs> I think at worst, and I'm being 100 percent honest here. I think at worst, Trevor Lawrence is probably just a Pro Bowl quarterback. You know, yeah. Maybe maybe not the star that we think the second coming of Johnny Unitas and Andrew Luck that we think he could be. But at worst, a cor- a good quarterback on a winning, contending team. That's what I think. And I really I, do believe that. I'm so happy. Um, additionally, like I love everybody's like Trevor Lawrence shouldn't want to come to Jacksonville. Like, oh yeah, this kid that lived his entire life in the South. Yeah, this kid um, from he's Georgia. Not come be in like he, he'll get to buy a mansion in Ponte Vedra. Oh woe is me, dude! Like uh, he, he grew up in Georgia, went to school in South Carolina, and you're telling me that he's gonna be mad because he's in Jacksonville? Nah. Come on, dude. What well, did on. you in an effort to almost go into tweets you shared? Did you see there was a tweet by Clemson defensive end KJ Henry mm-hmm. said, "Guess I'm gonna have to visit Jacksonville now." <laughs> like, so you know that locker room is already going. Hey, Trevor, you're staying home. Yeah. And he's and I say this. I would say this. I've been saying this about uh, even if it wasn't my team with the number one pick. But mm-hmm. we're gonna hear a lot of that discourse of oh, Trevor should just go back to school or request to not go to the Jaguars because they're so bad. Um. Yes, you should go back to school and be the number one pick next year. Where the team with the number one pick is also bad. 
Yeah, so he should just waste a year of earning millions of dollars. No, he's not doing that. He's, he's basically not. said openly he's declaring unless something drastic happens. Like, yeah. give me my quarterback. You know Again, what? That's why I brought up earlier, like, Clemson has not had a lot of wide receivers because I'm going to hear three months of people trying to convince me Trevor Lawrence isn't good anymore, <laughs> and I'm not here for it. You know like, what would be fun? If when, he wins, if when he wins the natty, right? Let's say in this scenario he wins the natty. I think okay. it's Bama. I think it's Bama, but let's say he wins the natty. He's up on stage, and you know how Sam Ellinger did the whole we're back thing? Yeah. What if he wins the MVP award and just goes, Duval? I would <laughs> die. My city deserves this. I think they'd build, like, they'd build him a statue on the spot. <laughs> I, oh yeah, oh yeah. No, he'd be, he, put him in the pride of the Jaguars. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm so excited also because like, now we got to see what, the GM position and the head coach position are. Mm-hmm. I don't see any situation. My friend asked me, he's like, honestly, I'm not trying to troll. Like, is there a situation where you don't draft Trevor with the number one pick? No. And I'm like, short of a short of one of those crazy things you can't foresee, like about his injury or off field stuff, which I don't think would happen at all. Um, I don't think so because no, no, I I don't think so. And he's like, the unequivocal hey, first pick. I mean, we could get Eric Bieniemy now. I really don't legitimately. Think no, I, I think, think you can. I think you can. What are you talking I about? I used to not, but now I think we can. No, you can't with Trevor Lawrence on the table. Uh, yeah, I think it's us, or he'd want to go to us or Houston. Houston, Houston has Deshaun. So that's the question: Does Bianami want the older Clemson quarterback or the younger Clemson quarterback? I mean, gonna be in the same division. Same division, same style. So. Uh thank you, Jets. Uh, thank Hashtag. you for just sacrificing everything you've toiled over to us. The lovely people of Duval County, Florida. Hashtag. appreciate it. Hashtag. Tanking. Tanking. Works. works. Yes. I, uh, here's the thing. We could beat the Colts now. And it and won't I, matter. And, and no, no. It will matter. Because oh, if matter. you beat the Colts, the Dolphins are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Now, what a wonderful weekend, Tyler. Because you on Sunday, fantastic. Trevor, you got him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Saturday. While the wildness, craziness of the Liberty um, Coastal Carolina game, game was going on, the Raven, uh, the Ravens, the Raiders, and the Dolphins were having a game on Saturday night in Vegas. Yeah, uh, Tua gets benched, which okay, um, I'm not. I don't necessarily agree because I think you got to let him play those things out. I, excuse me, I still think he's our guy. I'm not panicking, but you, I cannot. I would be dumb to say that it wasn't the You're right decision. You're trying to decision. make playoffs. You're trying, You're trying to make playoffs. playoffs. Listen, I get it. Fitz gives you the best chance to win right now. And I don't even think that's 100% true. I think Fitz gave us the best chance in that moment to well, win. Because yeah, Fitz yeets the ball. Because Fitz doesn't yeets yeet the, the ball. ball. Tua makes smart decisions. Exactly. exactly. In that situation, and this is the thing that he'll, he'll learn because I think he'll get more. You guys have no one at receiver right now. Um, Literally. We're... Tyler, we were playing Antonio Callaway and Malcolm Perry at wide receiver. Oh God, One and Lin Bowden Jr. and Lin Bowden Jr. Also a quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah. So, to like in that situation, you don't need smart decisions. No, you need no. heat decisions. And Ryan <laughs> Fastpatrick gives you that. But even there, like the touchdown that Ryan threw was a seven-yard dump-off. That was no, no, no. Miles Gaskin. That was not exactly. Ryan it was a seven-yard dump-off, and the drive before. Uh, where we ended up with a field goal, it was two wide-open passes to Mike Kosecki down the middle. I've literally seen Tua do those this season. I have like, too. I'm he can do – I'm fully aware. Like, it, it, it's something that I understand he can do. It's not a big deal, okay? Yeah. And, and, yeah, he yeeted getting his face mask thrown to a wide-open player on the sideline to Just get, to win the game. absolutely insane. It was fantastic, and I love Fitz, and he – place in my heart and if he has to come into a game i understand it and that's fine i don't agree with it but i think brian flores has earned the trust of every brian Dolphins flores fan. said in the press conference i'm going back to a starter yeah like, he gets it and and again if there's any quarterback that i think mentally can take this it's Tua Tagovailoa. yeah all right the man was thrown in at halftime of a national championship game and won the football game the He's man in the ryan's fitzpatrick the man exactly the man took a sack on first down of a overtime to make it second and 26. And then the very next play turned around and threw a seam route to Devontae Smith to Dude, win a Dolphins. national. Ch- Don't get me started to win, <laughs> to win a national championship. Come on, man. Like 
Tua's got it. Tua's in his seventh game, eighth game of his career. He hasn't had the yeah. full season like Ryan, a Joe Ryan Burrow would have had. Like seventeen. It, exactly. It's not even close. And look, the Dolphins. If you told me last year the Dolphins would be five, ten and five going into Week Seventeen, the five seed in the playoffs, and all they need to do is win to get in, or a Baltimore, Indianapolis, or Cleveland loss, and we get and in. That's or right. Or one of those four situations has to happen. And Not all in. of them, just one. No, no, one. One. That's my thing, bro. Like, we're in a good spot, you know? We're in a good yeah. spot. And to top it all off, the cherry on top. We currently hold the number three overall pick in the draft because of I the don't Texans. Know. You luck- we lucked out with this draft class, man. You Dude, and me, you and we, me both. you're going to get Trevor. I personally would hold on to the pick and draft Penesul. Because I want another strong. Because yeah, I don't think he'd go to the Jets unless if they take him, I think you trade back. I well, I was reading a I was reading a um, a mock draft today by Kyle Krabs um, on the Draft Network. It was his latest, and he had Trevor Lawrence at one, and he had Yeet. He had the 49ers trading up to two with the Jets, two first, two seconds, two thirds, the same draft haul that the Rams mm-hmm. gave up for the two pick at that one point or the one pick. To take Zach Wilson because of the fit in air in San Francisco. And he said that the Jets are in a position where they're not one pick away from, you know, contending. Like they need picks. They need to do a draft. So you might as well sell the farm and get as many picks as you can, kind well, of thing. Yeah. And then the pick three, he had the um the Bengals trading with Dolphins to take Penny Sewell. We would switch spots with them, but we would still take Jamar Chase. So like I mean, it works out. Works well, out, but I, I don't know if I, you know what I mean? Situa- I'm in a position. Mm-hmm. There's a situation here. Jacksonville's taking Trevor Lawrence. Praise the Lord. Yes. Um, I'm just going to, ooh, I just can't stop thinking about it. Um, <laughs> The New York Jets. If the New York Jets decide to go quarterback, mm-hmm. if they decide, yeah, okay, Sam Darnold, thanks for ruining us. Um, right. We're going to go to Justin Fields, who actually, you know, Justin Fields, honestly, Great guy, pick. May, may be better than Trevor Lawrence. I honestly, like, Who knows? Right. His 2019 season, one of the best seasons I've ever seen from a quarterback. Fantastic. And if they take a quarterback, Miami controls the quarterback market for the rest of the class. Look at the teams below you. Atlanta needs a quarterback. Cincinnati, they don't need a quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, if they could trade up, they'd take one. Detroit needs to needs replace Matt Stafford at some point. Giants, Daniel Jones isn't good. You know that. Carolina, you've got Teddy Bridgewater for one more year, and that's not your future. Denver, it's Drew Locke. Come on. Like, um, <laughs> Dallas. I mean, if it depends on what How Dak, Dallas, is Dak wants to do. That is about um, seven teams below you mm-hmm. that would want that spot. And you mentioned it. The 49ers would want that spot. New England would want that spot. I don't think you trade. We're with not New trading with New England. And if no. we do, I'm pulling up to Chris Greer's house and we're throwing hands. <laughs> Indianapolis would want that spot. Mm-hmm. Freaking Washington would want that spot. <laughs> now Washington may end up being up. The, it's, it, the whole NFC East is ridiculous, but yeah, you know it's you should not be able to luck into this position while right. you're having a ten and five season. Mm-hmm. So just you appreciate. I know you do, but like appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I do. I do definitely, definitely. And I could I could be in a week talking to you, Tyler, about a playoff game. Two years ago, are you you Tyler? You have seen me struggle. Oh <laughs> You've yeah, seen this. Oh, I made oh, up taking yeah. work to make myself feel better. And it turned out to be true. It worked out. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So what great a great weekend for our NFL team. Great. Just a great, just just chef's Potentially franchise-changing weekend for the Jacksonville for, Jaguars. Like, long-term. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. I don't – NFL teams are not like college teams where it's mm-hmm. like – somebody's like, I don't think you can win there. And I'm like, there's no reason – because where you are doesn't matter. Yeah. It Like – your draft position, the the cap space, the ability to attract free agents, that matters. Well, it's a professional organization. Yeah, there's and only thirty two of them. Exactly. Like, you, exactly. It, yeah, because it, it, I've heard somebody say once there was just like, I don't think you can win in Cleveland. It's like it's you don't have to recruit in Cleveland. It, yeah, you, you open draft, the check you get, and you like, open the checkbook. This could be franchise changing. It could not, but you know who knows. But at least Jacksonville's getting that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Miami's already on that build. You are going way faster than I thought. Yeah. I love Brian Flores as a coach. Too. Coach, of the, year, thing, coach you know, of the year, coach of the year, coach of the year, coach of the year, Brian Flores. Absolutely, coach of the year. Who else? Yeah, coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, coach of the year for Adam Gase for uh, you know um, <laughs> just ruining the fan base that's going to fire him. I would, I would argue, um, I would argue, coach of the year should have been Greg Williams because he was. <laughs> 
He tried. He, he tried. tried to, he really he tried, tried, man. Really, he knew the long-term implications of that game. He's just like, I got to throw it. They, they, <laughs> they'll be mad at me. Some people will be mad at me. But the Jets fans will, will thank me later. And then Adam Gase fired him and ruined it. You either you either um, die a hero or live yourself lo- live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's it. Absolutely. That's, that's Greg Williams. All right, man. <sighs> uh, I think that's a that's a good episode. I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm on a happy note now. We will we will be back next week. Um, yes. We will be talking about talking about the uh, New Year's Six games, including the Gator game, of course, especially the semifinal games, and we'll give a national championship preview. Yes. We will be previewing the Natty, um, and who knows? After that, we'll kind of wind up and see how everything goes. I for sure want to do a post mortem for the Gator season, see how Absolutely. we did going, looking forward, looking into it, and then we got the off season and we got draft season, draft baby. Draft season. I I I feel bad for uh, both NFL and college football uh fans that only have one of either team or aren't degenerates like us mm-hmm. that just love the intersection of the two or just junkies um just draft season just makes me so happy it's like a big puzzle i know that everyone's trying to figure out and we both have two picks in the first round this year so it's gonna be fun <sighs> fun for us in terms of our own teams uh it's gonna be good it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun uh tyler anything else you want to say before we sign off no just everybody uh we had a happy holidays mm-hmm. uh merry christmas duval merry you christmas know, I got, duval I, like, <laughs> Merry Christmas, and, Miami, uh, as well. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Florida NFL teams. Finally yes. on the come up. Like finally, the the Bucks two of them are in the playoffs. playoffs. The other one's going to get Trevor Lawrence. So you but, know what? I could be worse. Win for all three. Yes, a win sir. for all three. Uh, have a safe and happy New Year, listeners. Please again, emphasis on the safe. Um, make sure stay with your people. You know, no more groups larger than ten or fifteen max. Keep your wear your mask. Keep your distance. Uh, outdoor patios preferred to indoors, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you are staying safe this stay holiday warm season. Too. It's getting cold out there. Not here in Florida, but it's getting cold out there. Hey, not here in Florida, baby. I'm in South Florida. Hey, you're back. I'm back. I'm back in the beloved Publix land. I sent you a picture on Sun on what was it Sunday, Saturday, whatever. Saturday, it was Saturday, Saturday. I got a pup sub. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh man. All righty, Tyler. This has been another episode of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And we are not biased, but please, for the love of God, Kyle Trask for Heisman. Please, people, Kyle Trask for Heisman.